horoscope and matching a candidate. Contract to our employees, getting into permanent jobs is very important for the company's reputation. Like, beta, listen to me. This is not how you do it. Hi, this is Kshama from Eminence Techno System, a leading staffing and hiring firm based out of Bangalore. And you're listening to The Recruiter's Podium. Recruiter's Podium is a show that gets you up to date with everything that's happening in the recruitment industry. So before we start, let me introduce our special guest this week. We have Bharat, who was an ex-RJ and an ex-IT recruiter. And we have Renuka, who is an IT recruiter of Eminence Techno System. Let's directly get into the conversation. Tell me a time when you felt like a hero at work. There comes a time in every recruiter's life where he knows or she knows that the candidate really needs the job has the potential, might not have the complete skill that the client is asking for. And this sometimes happens when you form a personal bond with the candidate or sometimes it's you have a sympathy for the candidate because you know something about the person's situation. And the client either escalates or there is a situation where the client is not able to onboard or you feel like you can place the candidate somewhere else. Basically, any mishap any mishap happens and you know the candidate's personal story, you feel like there's a superhero moment that comes where you feel like you can do something. Like you can help this person, you can change this person's life. You are in a responsible hot seat and you can either take it up north where you can make things better by putting your whole effort. You have to go around the clock for this, but you can do it. So that is one superhero moment according to me. When I feel like whenever the uh, it's a niche skill, I compare to the niche skill when the you know, profiles in the market. And at that time, when we somehow we manage to get that profile to anywhere, and we find that candidate, one candidate, like when the entire team, when we are working with the team, and nobody gets, and I get personally when I get that candidate, and it's very niche skill, only one profile is available. And when I get that profile, and then when I place that profile uh, candidate in the client's place, and that. That is the heroist moment, I feel. As Renuka told about uh, the niche skill, right? So it made much sense to me because most of the recruiters can also relate to this part uh, on how difficult it is to uh, close a position in niche skill. So this is a general question for both of you. What are your takes about good resume and a horoscope? This is like a complicated question between a horoscope and a matching a candidate. It's how we match in horoscope and a bride and a groom. We have to match some of the, there will be no some kundli, jatkas, those things all how we match. And the same thing, even we have to match a candidate skills, um, even the client side, what, what for a, what exact project they're looking for and what skills they're looking out and what requirement they're asking. We have to match with the candidate's same resume, same uh, what skill he's having, like how potential he is, how many implementations he have done. Those things all we have to match in the same way. That's how if how in a horoscope when there doesn't match, if you, there's something called like 35, 30, out of 36, 35 should get something, is it? I don't know. In the same way, and the candidate resume also, we have to at least match from 80% of the uh, skills of what client exactly are asking. So somehow we can match by this. Okay, so... Uh, my take is that uh, Kundali and horoscope is also future telling, right? Now, here's the thing that a good recruiter is also like a good matchmaker. 
right? A good wedding matchmaker. Because it doesn't matter if one profile doesn't match here. <laughs> it can always match in other places. So you, when you look at a profile, you can understand what are the qualities, what are the requirements he's worked, what are the projects he's worked on and exactly what are the technologies he's worked on. Sometimes it's not a good fit for this particular skill, but you always have your own internal database. So you can store it in your internal database and like a good matchmaker, you're like, okay, fine. So this is the requirement that's coming and flash in the next profile. So uh, also, it can tell you a lot about what the profile is the kundali of the client, right? <laughs> Looking at the profile, you can understand how this project is going to go if this person is placed in this particular thing. When you told about uh, internal database, right? Can you tell me like how important it is uh, for all of us to maintain an internal database to keep track on the candidate? Internal database. Internal database is an extra effort, but it's worth the effort. 100%. I used to be in recruitment 10 years ago, not now. So back in those days, everyone used to have folders inside, folders inside, folders inside, folders. So we had folders inside folders. So we'll have uh, one folder called, I'm, I'm missing out the exact terms, but for example, Java, uh, not Java, it has to be something more open. Let's take, for example, Hadoop. So inside Hadoop, you'll have Hadoop with this, Hadoop with this, Hadoop with this, Hadoop with this. So main skill, subskill, subskill, subskill. And inside these subskills also, there'll be profiles which will have other subskills. So then those profiles will be copied into other, other things. So it helped because whenever a requirement came, you knew what the main skill and subskill is. You can just go inside the folder, inside the folder, take the profile and send it across and call them. And referencing also, internal database is very important for referencing. Because um, when you have certain number of profiles on a portal, you have only five people to give you references. But when you have 20 profiles in your internal database, you have 20 people to give you references at that particular point of time. You don't know whose friend at what point would be looking for a job. So internal database serves that purpose because it gives you that power that one of their friends will be looking for a job. You know? So that's the importance. Yeah, I feel like database is more important. Sometimes worse happen. So we'll get one requirement and we'll be calling a candidate candidate at that moment candidate will not receive a call and when all the process is done later on like today if I need a candidate to be um, like resume to be uploaded and tomorrow they'll be calling I have gotten a call so what we do uh, we'll take all the details and we keep it in a hold and we'll keep it as a database whenever we get the same requirement or some other clients it will be easy for us to play, place that um, profile and that clients um, clients please sometimes they'll ask only oracle dba sometimes they ask oracle dba with golden gate what if we have a bare database so we can place the same candidate for the two different roles and it will be easy so somehow we'll place the candidate here or not we'll be placed <laughs> but that is that it also increases your total submission count daily it's that's the main thing that's the main thing because with bosses you have a boss and you know that you have to maintain nine submissions a day <laughs> internal database is like that six profiles are good quality four is hatke on the side that you're sending out on the internal database <laughs> you know what i mean so when you told about internal database, right, where you used to maintain uh, folders, 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 and now the recruiters are following up with uh, the Excel sheet. I also remember like when I was recruiting back then for a particular client, we had got bulk requirements. It was uh, more uh, mainly in IT. So in SAP also, there are so many skills, right? Uh, so SAP Actuary, SAP Fior, SAP ABAP. So we had maintained this folders and inside SAP, there's another folder and inside that different, different folders. And we had so 
many uh, resumes inside that so what we did was uh, we it was not much more efforts to be put on so we just had to call the candidate and give submissions and all of them were like getting selected so that was it okay so i come from a family where my parents were also recruiters okay all their life so there's a fun story from back in the day internal database uh, this is from 80s this is from 80s i'm talking about 80s how do you get a requirement you don't have mails i mean you had mails i don't i'm not did you have mails in 80s you don't have no you didn't have so requirements how you used to get there was this one clerk who used to go to each company and stand in front of the gate and ask for permission to talk to the manager so then he'll go inside and ask them do you have a requirement do you have a vacancy they'll say yeah these are our vacancies and they'll give out a sheet it's like a physical sheet now in their office what they used to have is my mother tells me that in the company if the in the office floor 60% space is cupboards <laughs> 60% space 60% space is cupboards and it's files and files and files and files and files and each cupboard has a skill name so and back then there's no sub skill proficiency language nothing it's just main skill sub skill that's all so for example if someone is looking for an architect these i'm talking about major i'm not even talking about it someone is looking for an architect so one cupboard will be architect so they will go open the cupboard in that full files will be there they'll take the first file they'll give it to the they'll be in de- one desk five people are sitting with phones so each them will start the old phone that and then they'll go hello are you looking for a job no 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 okay cut <laughs> there's a charge for that yeah you know that okay and then the profiles will be taken and then they will call for final interview and from that the person will be selected so internal database <laughs> Yeah. So moving on to the uh, next question. Uh what are your takes in performance achievements and candidate sustainability? Question is like too huge but still we'll try to answer answer for that. When it comes for sustainability, some of the candidate will be senior candidates like 11 years of 12 years of experience they'll be having. When it comes to the contract like somehow the senior candidate will not accept for the contract but somehow will manage like recruiter will manage to convince him in a uh, place him in a candidate place and that time what happened is he should be like uh, the candidate should not feel that okay i'm a senior person okay let me take a leisure like it's a contract why no problem i can take any time i can work it's not like that he should put his 100% efforts in his in whatever the project is even it's a senior profile a senior profile also when comes to the some of the projects it will be like if in a team there is uh, some f- five to six members all juniors will be there and even the, the one the candidate who has been placed and he'll be the senior at that time he should not think that okay i'm the senior person why am uh, i'll be like superior than them so he should feel like okay it's a camp project to be completed then all are equal so capable to maintain all those things and he should make a project to be successfully completed and he should put his 100% efforts and this comes under the sustainability i feel when you told uh, about senior candidates i mean, i can call it leadership hiring uh, have you ever felt a hesitation in talking to the senior most candidates sometimes what happen uh, sometimes senior candidates are so soft and so sweet they'll be saying for like they'll be like yeah ma'am yes ma'am for each and every word they'll be using like ma'am yes ma'am please ma'am could you please arrange a interview at that time we feel like oh what this is your senior most candidate and they're giving us so much of respect that, that at that moment we feel uh, proud <laughs> sometimes happens and because when we place such kind of candidates in the client's place and it's also a reputation for the company 
since you're very good in voice modulation, right? So I'll just give you a situation where you have to convince a 18 plus year uh, candidate for a Java skill. How would you convince? It depends on case to case how you convince, but the voice card I can play out. So you can. Yeah, so hey, hey, hey. <laughs> you know, hey, 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 hey Manoj, <laughs> you know, why are you joining? You know, but right, okay. Uh, see, the thing is, I can do it right now, but it's case to case because uh, negotiation, convincing is always about the situation the person is. The voice, what it does is, it actually plays out a card where it gives you the power to connect. From that point, you can convince. Because convincing is what you say, not how you sound. Uh, but yeah, so if you want to go for it, so it'll be like, uh, uh, Hi Ramesh, hi, this is uh, Bharat here. My junior here told me, who had called you some time ago, that, uh, that was me only. So that uh, you were not ready for this particular role. Uh, so what is the issue that you're facing, right? See, let me just tell you that this particular company called um, Kinetics is the best company in the world. It is a great brand you can be uh, associated with. I mean, just imagine having this brand shining on your resume. Just imagine that. The kind of package that you get here is not even of question just imagine the value the brand brings into your bucket and uh, it's it's a, it's in a city like bangalore and where are you right now bhopal i mean you'd be moving to bangalore and you'd be getting a lifestyle here you'd be having a whole transformation just imagine what brings in so it goes like that but i'll tell you one more situation so this happened uh that i used to run a show this is coming from arjing but it's a voice modulation story uh there was i used to run a show and uh, called in my show, there was a segment called Take Two. So Take Two is where I take out a clip of a person, a girl or a boy, because it was a comedy love show, rom-com show. So I used to take the girl or the boy's clip and play it to their partner. So there were very beautiful moments in the show where there was one lady who had a poem written down for a husband who was in uh, uh, LOC or somewhere around the borders. And he was there for the, I mean, this was the time where there was a lot of tuffle going on there. So I called him and his name was Major Sandeep Singh and I was like, hi, your wife has something. And his reaction was beautiful. He like, he had tears and he was like, oh my God. So very beautiful moments in the show also, but this is one of the funny ones. So have you ever felt, um, you know, a sense of hesitation when you call candidates on an odd time? Because not all the candidates are waiting for the call from the recruitment agency, right? <laughs> so, um, the this one is fun okay so uh, it all it's you can confuse the candidate okay so you call the candidate and you say that uh, hi uh, ramesh so this is my lovely voice hi ramesh right yeah uh, ramesh uh, is this not the right time to speak to you <laughs> and then he's like uh, uh, no no it is the right time <laughs> i'm like okay fine let me ask you the question i'm sorry for calling you this sir <laughs> my god i'm telling you i had the fun of my life 1.5 years recruitment 1.2 years uh, yeah. Anyway. <laughs> Based on this question, even I have one finest moment. There was one requirement. I don't remember what exactly it is. I just got one candidate. It was so funny. It was his engagement on that day. And really, he was like, Madam, I'll just call you later after 10, 50, after half an hour. And I was like, no, 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 just two minutes. Please talk only for two minutes because I have to. Jira candidate, I remember. <laughs> it was Jira requirement. He was like, um, please, can you call me after half an hour? At least half an hour. I was like, no, no, it hardly takes two minutes. Please answer all my questions and I'll just, I'll just process your profile. He was finally somehow, he was like, okay, ma'am, okay. Then ask, fata, 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 only single word. Okay, what's the current salary? Total, uh, sorry, total IT experience, relevant experience. 
salary, location, done, done. So and so done. In two minutes, I just skip to the call and we have to process this profile. Okay, but you know one more thing I have to say. is that uh, whenever generally whenever i talk about my recruitment uh, experience and the voice modulation changes of fun and everything um on the other side i also had a lot of like work this thing uh, in as i told in the last podcast it was given me as a given to me as a target that freshers cannot do more than 3 4 closures a year so i work really hard and i got close to 9 closures so that is my something i'm really proud of even to this day in the beginning of my career in the first 8 9 months so um uh, but my point is that generally in recruitment people are very like serious you know like hello hi are you looking for a job change <laughs> are you giving jobs you know it's the best thing it's a sunshine thing because a country with 1.39 billion population you're giving out jobs what is better than that you're like an angel so you know there's a lot of scope for creativity in recruitment i feel that's my take when you told about there's uh, like a lot of people tell that freshers can't give good closures i just remembered a quote there's a saying that you know the harder you uh, work the luckier you get so could you at least brief a bit about the toughest closure that you have cracked till now when it comes to the toughest requirement how we place a candidate right the one sk- uh, skill sap car uh, car it is a very niche skill like we don't get a profiles in the market and somehow uh, my colleague one of my colleague found the profile and he managed to talk with him and uh, like starting he was like not really like accepting for the contract because he was a permanent employee and yeah, uh, when it come for the contract to hire and when we are doing for some niche skills candidate is very tough they don't accept for the contract we have to convince him like we'll tell like so and so it's like work from home so and so that thing like somehow will manage he managed he managed and okay done and profile has been also sub uploaded and client side also uh, they have done with the interview and he has been selected but at the peak moment he was like no i'll not join for this contract to hire because it's a contract and he was just looking for the permanent as it was starting only but still after i went to after convincing also after all the interview process all done like he used to go to joining like he need to give a joining date at that moment uh, candidate was like i don't want to join for contract to hire So my colleague was like, he was fully tense, like what to do now because that was a next skill line we have to place for that. Somehow me he managed even man manager to talk to him like he was like not at all ready. At final, finally what we did, we increased his salary, salary and we gave him some opportunity like relocation charges and even uh, joining bonus relocation charges we paid him joining bonus. all the things later on he was like then we convinced him that he will be a permanent within 3 months the candidate was so good that he was like okay give me a line this exact line in a offer letter that i'll be a permanent after 3 months so then i'll be joining but that was not possible because we can't tell like what candidate will be looking and then somehow we managed to talk with the client side client side also like please uh, do something else then when client side also client side manager also talked to him and they confirmed him that based on your performance and experience is really good and he'll be placed as a permanent after that only uh, client side manager to talk to the client as candidate then somehow he convinced and he, uh, that candidate is in placed in the client place okay so uh, toughest closure is not going to come from my recruitment experience but my business experience but recruitment in that uh, as a recruiter all closures are tough actually uh, some are very tough but all all are tough uh because in some cases you have to hold the candidate 
in some it's about convincing them in some it's about the requirement match in some it's about salary negotiation with your vendor head and the client two people are involved so all of those things are there so it's always tough always not always tough um but i guess my toughest time in recruitment in general was in my business experience because in business experience i understood recruitment really is as a recruiter i only saw one aspect of it as a business head i'm hiring for my own company so i have to that time i understood the whole picture that the candidate has to come what happens once he joins a project what are the challenges so behavior personality as a recruiter i didn't care much about personality it was always about the skills and placement and time but as a business head it was about the behavior the personality if they're fitting into the rest of the team uh, about the skills they have the technologies they worked on and also all of those things right and you know this better than anyone else <laughs> right because we've been friends that's why so uh, now this i remember very well among all of these things among all the different levels technologies years and experience personally i feel the toughest thing to do is hire a fresher who's capable personally generally freshers hiring is looked on as easy that you get so many candidates but from a business perspective it is the toughest because a everyone is on their best foot <laughs> in an interview b you can't judge you can judge candidates based on their projects when they are seniors freshers you can't judge on what basis are you going to judge they all are on the same level they're starting out c they uh, how do you understand if the person really is talent translated into work a lot of people candidates have talent but it doesn't translate into work once they start working how do you make sure that they you can translate this talent into work d how do you make sure that this person has talent first off through assessments you can find out very little people can fake that easily right and i had to hire across because i was heading a digital marketing company initially i had to hire across technologies designing freshers creative writing freshers seo freshers marketing freshers this was a whole ball game so it was so complicated for me because there were so many people walking in and there were so many different kinds of people so many different kinds of college pass outs and it is very tough to find out that who has talent who can translate that into work and who has the caliber the potential ethics sometimes a person has all of this but they don't have ethics so that was like the i really broke a sweat i broke a sweat during that like really during that whole 2 3 months i was hiring because all day there are interviews going on and you know bringing out some people are too quiet some people are this thing for example one of the cases that i had uh, so this person's name was priya so amazing potential right like amazing talent but interview nothing <laughs> right and i rejected that's the challenge i'm talking about because in the interview very quiet very like no un- much answers no confidence shown so i was like okay <laughs> doesn't look like there is much here you know let's move on but then there was someone who was working with me back in the day and she was like no i can see something and i was like what can you see there's nothing because there's no it's not communicate communicated whatever is there is not being communicated you know but then once we hired this person on board it was phenomenal 
like the talent the potential was huge it was vast compared to so many people i met in my life so that's what i'm talking about how do you know you can't know it's very tough to actually spot that you know if you really know what i'm talking about like having a keen eye for freshers so that would be my toughest uh so there's a saying right uh, don't judge a book by its cover yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah but sometimes it does work it's a plain yeah it's a plain cover <laughs> then how do you judge what do you judge <laughs> but the book is not opening <laughs> on what basis do you hire <laughs> you know <laughs> So, so where do you get the point? Some books, best cover photos, open blank, sixty <laughs> pages. Some books, blank outside, inside is amazing stuff. So very tough, man. Fresher hiring, very tough. Like kudos to campus recruiters and really tough stuff. Thank you so much for listening in. We hope we have helped you make your week exciting and knowledgeable. and added new perspectives to what you knew about the recruitment industry check out our page eminence techno system on facebook linkedin and instagram reach out to us on eminencetechnosystem.com if you're looking out for a partner in hiring until then keep listening keep learning and keep recruiting recruiters podium presented to you by eminence techno system your partner in hiring